Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. My name is Tobias, and with me as always is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello! Hello! And today we're talking about a new movie, a slightly new one. It's been out for like a week or something. Um, it's, it's dated 2023 on IMDb. Yeah, I'm sure it hit some festivals in 2023. Came out here in 2024, yeah, so we're counting as a 2024 movie. Yes. Um, it's the uh, uh, slightly fantasy comedy thriller starring Nicolas Cage, Dream Scenario. Have you been dreaming about me? Have I been dreaming about you? Yeah. Yay! <laughs> I think. Yeah. Also, just want to say, if you like this show, uh, don't forget to uh, hit the thumbs up thing and subscribe button. If you aren't already subscribed here on YouTube, where you can watch us, uh, or you know, just hit follow or five star or whatever on any other podcast platform you're listening to this. Also, check us out on Patreon.com/slash/Don't Make a Scene for literally hundreds of hours of exclusive material. But let's talk about Nicolas Cage in Dream Scenario. Um, this was a movie I was pretty excited for, um, since I... For two reasons, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two reasons? Nicolas Cage and 824. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Nicolas Cage fan. Big enough to actually have a Nicolas Cage-themed podcast called Madison Method. We are actually in the process of recording season four right now. It should be coming out soon. Keep an eye out for that on this channel. Um... <laughs> And also, it's a new A24 movie, and I'm a, I'm a fan of A24, although uh, we're going to talk a bit more about A24 and a pattern I have started noticing. Really should have noticed a while back, but we'll, 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 get, we'll get to that. First, we're going to talk about the actual movie. We both watched it today? Yeah. Well, I watched the ending. I started watching it the other day. Um... So, we'll just do this the regular way. I'll ask you, what did you think of Dream Scenario? I thought it was terrifyingly fascinating. Terrifyingly fascinating. <laughs> yes, because okay. it was partially terrifying. Sure. <laughs> um, in more than one ways. Uh, but it was also a fascinating subject, in general. Yeah. And just... Fascinating to see Nicolas Cage act that way. I'm not a big Nicolas Cage fan, but this oh. was this was the weirdest version I've ever seen of him. You I think. you clearly haven't listened to Madison the Method. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He's a he is a he is a fascinating uh, actor. Yes. And at this point, uh, since I'm a, I don't want to, I don't want to toot my own horn, but a bit of a, a I'm a bit of a Nicolas Cage scholar. Um, connoisseur connoisseur yeah this um yeah this was a good performance by him this is obviously a a movie where he cared because it's easy to see it's easy to see he's he's never like bad in a movie i mean he's been bad in a couple of ones i've seen um but even in like a small movie where he's obviously just doing it for the paycheck you can still see him care about giving a performance like, he's trying, at he's, least. He's trying, yeah. He very, very rarely phones it in. It happens. Um, but people are saying, like, this is one of his best performances. I guess it is. But... I don't know. 
Maybe, yeah, because I got to think a little bit like, what, what movies <laughs> has he been really good in? And obviously, you have movies like Leaving Las Vegas or Adaptation. I don't know if you've seen any of those. Oh, okay. All right. I've seen Face Off. Um, He's good in Face Off. National Treasure. He's pretty good there. Um, <laughs> uh, what's the one we saw in movies like a couple years ago? Uh, when he the was Unbearable an Weight of Massive Talent? Yes. He was, uh, of course, amazing in last year's uh, Renfield. Yeah. I mean, he, seen... he's a spoiler a spoiler award nominated for that one. Yes, that's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, I've seen, seen that one, obviously. I've seen yeah. Pig. Pig. Now, if you want to talk about great performance. Yes. Wow. That's a movie that we need to discuss more. Some, I mean, we have discussed it, but you know, there is a whole episode on it. <laughs> yes, I know, I know, I know. Uh, like, but besides I w- his performance here, yeah, the actual movie. Yeah, sure, sure. What did you think of it? I thought it was okay. I thought it was. Uh, it starts out very interesting. Um, then about halfway through, it's like, so what do we do with the premise? Yeah, people keep dreaming about this guy. Okay, <laughs> now what? What's the point of the movie? Oh, well, I don't think the dreams were the point of the movie. No, 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 I know, I understand that. Like, obviously, this is a movie about, it. you know, it's about, the, the dream is just uh, an avatar. It's a vessel for something. Yes. It's obviously a movie about uh, becoming famous in today's... Uh, wanting to become famous. You know, wanting to become famous or get, you know, you know, or be accidentally recognized. becoming famous. Yeah, yeah. And, and to deal with that kind of fame. <clears throat> deal with, with uh, social media fame, really. Yes. And also, something, something, cancel culture, something. <laughs> uh, and a bit of a, a, bit of a uh, FOMO, I guess. You know what FOMO stands for? I know, for? fear of missing out, please. Yeah. I'm a millennial, he, but I'm not Yeah, that. well, you're an older millennial. <laughs> not sure. Because he's, you know, he's desperate to be someone other than just who he is. Because he wants to be recognized. He wants to be, you know, in on everything. Sure. Yeah. When he gets this tiny little sliver of fame at first, just like jumps on it. Not even considering what's going to happen. Well... Yeah, yeah, he does. And that's like five minutes. But then <laughs> no, that's like 30 minutes. No, well, yeah, this, he does the interview with the news thing. And then, yeah, he goes to talk to the Thoughts people, who I guess is some sort of marketing firm or something. Yeah, like an agency for, you know, famous people or wanting to be for famous something people. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Michael Sarah was there. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, but I mean I mean that's just that's just because, you know, they they I mean he he saw it as a chance to maybe get his book published or you know at least the book he's supposed to write. Um Yeah. Sure. I mean and I you know, but I, I It is a little bit messy what they're actually trying to get to cuz you yeah. have you have this man who is very strange. <laughs> yeah. And then the whole premise of him showing up in people's dream which is just even stranger. Then having him react to it with such, I don't know, it's, at first it's it's nativity, I guess. And then he just, I nativity? don't know. Nativity? As in the story about Jesus? No. Na- 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 naivety. naivety. I'm kidding. I'm naivety. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I knew. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Are you and saying this is the, a Christ allegory then? No. no I'm kidding. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay, a sorry. crisis allegory, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Him going through midlife crisis or something. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's very strange. It, and I, it's disturbing at points, which is why it was terrifying. Yes. Jesus Christ. That is that is uh, that that is them utilizing Nicolas Cage when he when yeah. he. I wish they did that more. I, I understand this is supposed to be a big. I mean, it is it is sort of a comedy at points. Sure, yeah. I mean, they even have uh, what's his name, <clears throat> uh, who plays his his colleague Tim Meadows is in this. Like yeah, yeah. SNL yeah, alumni. You know He's a co- comedian. He's a comedic actor. So there's there's obviously this 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 tinge. This is this is a comedy. Yeah. Um, but I kind of wish they leaned in more to that. The trailer made it feel like he he kind of figures out a way to uh, to uh, control it, control it, yeah, and like get to actually decide what he does in people's dreams. They kind of sold it as that, and like how that then goes to his head. None of that happened. Oh, no. by the way, this is a spoiler cast. I guess you know that already, but we're we're when it's newer movies, we try to avoid spoilers. But I guess we're gonna have to talk a little bit about. Story specific things in here, just so you know. Yes. Um. That none of that is This in is here. a very difficult movie to talk about without spoiling. To yeah. be honest, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't really discuss it without talking, um, about the things, yeah. the actual things. No, instead, instead, uh, yeah. After the initial like fame from being in people's dreams, uh. People start having nightmares, which I thought f- at first. <clears throat> I, I I was waiting for this to have like a more more interesting plot. Like obviously, yes, it's a story about a man who craves he craves um, uh, attention. Like he's yes. obviously like I mean, it's almost like it's almost too obvious because the first time someone says I had a dream about you, it's his, it's his daughter. Even the first the first one who dreams about him is yeah. his daughter. And she's, you know, she, in the opening of the movie, she's floating away and he's just standing there like, it's okay. And his reaction yeah. is, whoa, that's interesting. So I didn't do anything at all? He didn't, like... Yeah. That he was holds his first it thing. on himself. Yeah, he's completely um, self-centered. Which is what the ex mentions when they meet her. Yes. Like, oh, you still doing that thing? Yeah. I don't know what she calls it. I don't remember. I don't remember either. Basically, uh, like... Seeking attention, yeah, but seeking like blame or something. So, yeah, and then uh, and then, uh, but it's it's also it's I think it's also that I wish we explored the character a little bit more because it also starts out with him uh, being egged on by his wife, but also probably himself wanting to confront a former colleague or something. About a, a paper classmate, I think. Classmate, even. Yeah, right. They were in college together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or university or whatever. Um, about a theory. She's publishing a paper on a theory that he, 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 he thinks like he had the like idea of. He that's yeah, what he his talked book, about it. That's what his book is supposed to be about: evolutionary biology and ants and stuff. Yeah. And now she's about to publish a paper based on his ideas, and he feels like, eh, I kind of like, could you at least put my name on it then? And like, which is understandable. Sure. Uh, but the way it, she phrases it, he had, like, he mentioned a couple of words which made her interested enough to research it. Yeah, to research it, yeah. 
he and, hasn't done the research yeah, properly. He, yeah, he he had the idea. He just never capitalized on it. Like he's been yeah. talking about writing the book for years and blah blah blah. Obviously, he had the idea back when he was in school, so it's been decades. Yeah. Um, and she finally finished her research and thesis on it and actually pu- published something. Yeah. Um, but I can still, you know, I think we're supposed to be on his side. But then he completely, like, cucks out and says, Oh, come on! We can just put my name on it, too! It's my <laughs> deal! Oh, no, that was not what she's supposed to do. I feel like they're, they're trying to build sympathy for him. But then he's also kind of self-centered, and if you want to, you know, view it from another angle, he's kind of meek, kind of... Yeah. Um, I kind of felt like they were trying to rid- ridicule him completely. <laughs> like, straight away, just go, Oh, yeah, he's just a beta male. Yeah. <laughs> Um, or but, Sigma or whatever the fuck the terminology no, no, no. is. Sigma is, <laughs> Sigma is Sigma's up here. Oh, right. Alpha is there, Beta is down here. You know. Right, okay, Beta then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then he has this little bit of fame uh, from the dreams. But it, it doesn't really it doesn't really seem to go to his head because that would be like a perfect example now for him to let this self-centeredness this egotism kind of go to his head and him him doing all you know interviews <laughs> and he gets to go on TV shows and you know ha 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 um and that kind of destroying him you know you know how how someone who accidentally becomes famous for something like a viral clip or something which this is yeah. obviously based on Yes. Uh, completely ruins it. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a YouTube video called The it. Rise and Fall of Nicolas Cage in Dream Scenario. Like, <laughs> he had everything and lost it in an instant. Like, that's the kind yeah. of thing. That's what this, that's what it felt like this was supposed to be. But it never really goes to his head. Sure, he meets with no. the people just to see if he can get, you know, his book published. Or someone to... Yeah, but he doesn't want to do... If he, if it had gone to his head, he would have agreed to do anything, really, to get the fame. I mean, he doesn't want to do anything. No, that, that, and that's what I mean. Yeah. So... What, and then we what have is, this... What is, this... That's, there's, like, there's the beginning of an idea here. There's the beginning of an idea of a person here. Someone who is kind of meek, but at the same time craves attention. Then when he gets attention... It's like, oh, but it's not that kind of attention I want. I want to write my book. I don't want to do Sprite commercials. Then all of a sudden yeah. he has, like, morals and standards. <laughs> well, yeah, well, only when it comes to how what kind of famous he is. Yeah. Um, and you could say... Then we I, have this... No, go on. No, you should go, go, go. We have this, this other part of it, the whole dream bit. Yeah. Which at first seems to be just like... it's It's like it's a manifestation of him trying to get famous he shows up in pe- shows up in people's dreams just so so they'll recognize him and but they don't they don't really explore how they don't no one researches it yeah um and then it the only like we have one scenario that actually seems to correlate between the real world and the dreams because it's when he reads that the uh, the article is published, oh. his old classmate, yeah. and he doesn't get mentioned, and he gets mad. And that's when the nightmare The next started. time we see a dream, the, ni- the nightmares have started. Yeah. So that's like the only connection. But again, they don't, they don't explore it enough. No. And here is really where I think, because we, we, we usually talk about, you know, the difference between plot and story. Yeah. Um, the plot here is, of course... 
um, a man somehow appears in people's dreams. Yes. Not that he not 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 consciously he's not in there, but people dream about him. Yes. Um, and then yeah, his mood seemed to affect how people perceive him in their dreams. Yes. This then, even though they don't know about his mood. Yeah, this then turns into uh, uh, science being made on uh, metaphysics and what dreams really are, which means yes. that in the end of the movie. We have advertisement in dreams. You can you can yeah. get like songs or shoe commercials or whatever in your dreams. You can have people be- uh, li- uh, uh, willingly infiltrate your dreams. Yeah. And and that is that is the plot. Yeah. Uh, also, that the, the the first guy gets cancelled for something he hasn't done. Exactly. Like for dreams, <laughs> uh, but that's beside the point. Well, the the point is like, yeah, they never they never explore. They 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 like even mention like, oh yeah, we did the research, but we couldn't really find out how this works. How? And this is like, okay, so I, I understand that it's a metaphor for fame. Sure. But you need to because you go into it so you mean you make a whole like sci-fi. Like concept of it in the end with the with the wristwatch, which lets you yeah. go into people's dreams. Aren't you going to explain at least a little bit of how it works? I understand that's I not mean, the you point. Can make it up, but at least. make up something. <laughs> and it's not like they have to do the real research. No, and and if and if it's just gonna be, if it's just gonna be a story about someone where you know. Uh, fame, fame is a double-edged sword, which this is really a story yes. of. You know, yes. Ah, he, you, he, you, you get attention, but then you get the wrong kind of attention as well. Yeah. Did you really need to have this fantasy plot of someone invading your dreams? Then could it not just have been about a man being like mistakenly famous, like accidentally becoming famous, and that ruining his life? Uh. It wouldn't be as exciting to watch in theaters. No, I know. Because he, he can't have this like uh, <laughs> this midlife balding teacher who is genuinely the most boring person alive, <laughs> both looks wise and personal personality wise. I mean, even his daughters seem to be like done with him because he is so boring. <laughs> his house is boring. His wife is boring. His kids are boring. Everything about him is boring. Yeah. Unfortunately. Except for the fact that he happens to show up in people's dreams. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But then that doesn't lead anywhere. No, I know, that sucks. But it's like, they, they had to basically rewrite the entire thing to try to make it exciting then. It's a half-baked idea. When, yeah. it's, when it's really just a, a amusing on, on, on um, uh, yeah. A great uh, trailer. Social media, great trailer, great trailer. That's, that's what it is. It's a great trailer, but they didn't do the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my big issue with this is that uh, there's a few really good ideas they don't really capitalize on any of them yeah I mean I mean I see the whole thing where like the court of public opinion decides that oh now he's a bad guy um sure. because you know that's what happens when you get exposed on social media for things you've yeah. done. Problem is, he hasn't done anything! No, I mean, it's not even when you, you get exposed for what you've done. It's when people just start assuming you've done things. Oh, yeah, that too. But, but, without but, proof. But here we know he hasn't done anything. Exactly. And and then on a more superficial level, why are people 
so upset over their dreams. I've had dreams where like celebrities or people I know are doing weird things. Like they're like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I've been chased. Uh, the classic, you know, being chased by someone who's yeah. going to kill you. Um, I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'm not sure it was at the tournament. Probably at the tournament. I don't know. But I don't know what was at <laughs> I was so scared. It was one of those, like, huh, woke up from, you know, because I was oh, so yeah. scared. But I don't go around being, like, nervous that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger And I don't get, you. like, physically <laughs> ill by watching movies now because it's just a dream. But in this movie, it's like people are like people have to go to to cognitive behavior therapy to I like mean, it. It it, go, it takes too far without actually, without actually exploring the uh, the idea of someone invading your dreams. Sure, I'm I'm guessing they're alluding more to like night terrors and stuff, which actually affect people. Um, but it's it's still a very, uh, it's not a very strange thing to have so many people have the exact same. Night demons. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Um, so they need to explore more of that. They can't just throw it in the air that, oh yeah, they all dream of this weird balding guy and he happens to be scary eventually because he gets mad. Yeah. But then we also have, we also throw in the like, just being lethargic or whatever the word is, like just doesn't care in the beginning. He has some people who have weird sexual dreams about him. Yeah. We, well, si- kind of weird. Starting off being kind of creepy with a random dude standing in a corner, and then yeah. he touches her, and all of a sudden, yes, <sighs> strange. Yeah, um, uh, it, it, yeah. They needed to to elaborate on the whole concept of the dreams more. Yes, exactly. Because this needed to be the 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 plot of the movie needed to be more fully uh, baked. This was half baked. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's it's a commentary on cancel culture in, in which, you know, yeah, maybe we shouldn't judge someone before we actually know the whole story. That's new. That's not something <laughs> yeah, we've we talked about in movies one. for years at this point. Yeah, um, and just, you know, online in general. And how it affects not just the per- person you're canceling. Even if you did something bad, you know, you know it, it affects people around them as well. Yeah, like their family you know, like and stuff. Children. That's, that's, that's interesting. I haven't seen that before. <laughs> oh wait, I have um, everywhere. Yeah, so the only thing this has to to kind of differentiate it is the whole dream thing, and they don't do anything with it. No, it would have been better than if they did utilize it as a, that he could control them eventually. We figured like the whole science behind it all. He figured out how to infiltrate people's dreams on purpose. Now, yeah, and then and then he like, hey man, and, I'm back in your dream, it. and people just stop liking him because it's desperate. It's 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 yeah. it's uh, pitiful at that point. Yeah, to kind of like cling, even cling, then, cling on to that little bit of fame he had, like when you know, obviously he had his 15 minutes, move on, and, and even he then, can't, you it could have turned to that horror bit. Well, he got mad at them eventually for no one wanting him anymore. So he said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to infiltrate your dreams and kill you. Yeah. Sons of bitches. And then it, then it is, then it is literally just, um, a metaphor for, yeah, someone becoming famous on social media and ruining it because it goes to their head, but we're doing it through dreams, which is more quirky and fun. Yeah. But they don't do that. And it would have incorporated more of the science. Yeah. And ex- honestly, it would have explained and, and I guess rectified the ending a little bit more because I hate the ending. The ending it's so yeah, strange. They, they had no ending. They were like, uh. So there's, they a, still there's don't a dream where he hugs his 
wife and then he flies away. I thought they were going to like leap back it. to what happened in the first dream. Yeah. Things that fell in the pool and stuff. Yeah. Like that he would float up and then fall into the pool. It was him all along or something. No. It's uh it's kind of uh, uh it's kind of like another uh recent movie I watched which was much much better but also didn't really have an ending. Um American Fiction. Uh you, we've mentioned it I think. I I know I mentioned yeah, it to you. Yeah, we've talked about it. Great movie. That's like a five out of five. Like top ten of last year. If I'd watched it last year, I might because I haven't made a top ten list, so maybe it'll be there. But at the same way, that movie didn't really know what to do with its ending, which is kind of like. Mm. But the movie in its overall is much is so good, so it doesn't really matter. Here, you kind of like it's that thing where like ah, you're not really immersed. You're like, I wish they did something more with this. Like, I wish they could, you know. Instead of just commenting on cancel culture, do something with it, maybe. Mm-hmm. So then when the ending comes, you're just like, mm, that's it? It's a big <laughs> nothing in the end? Okay. <sighs> yeah. It's sad, because I re- I was really, really rooting for this one. I thought it was going to be... Uh, I was hoping it was going to be great. Yeah, the, like I said, the trailer looks fantastic. Yeah. But then it just... Went nowhere. It's nothing. Yeah. Really. It's just Nicolas Cage, what he would look like if he wasn't famous, I guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's basically what it is. What he allegedly does look like is... Uh, I don't think anyone... I don't know. There's probably tons of articles, but I haven't read them. But if you look at him, like photos of him, I'm pretty sure he wears a piece a lot of times. <laughs> His hair. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Maybe, maybe mean, he's not that bald, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's... that's I don't want to... I don't want to drag Nicolas Cage through the mud. I, I love you, Nicolas Cage. Please. Can't help what you look like. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I just love you because you're one of the greatest actors of all time. Uh, if you're listening to this, and I know that you are, of course. Um, he's a big s- fan of the Madison Method. Of course, yeah. He 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 writes. He comments on every episode. Sure. <clears throat> anyway, let's move on. <laughs> no, yeah. So, and um, the, I, w- I wanted to mention then why I think this is now becoming a very, very, <clears throat> very formulaic, uh, like or a very easy pattern to notice in a twenty-four movies. Yes. Um, really, I only have two examples, but still. Sure. You can even take better movies than this and kind of see that it's 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 the uh, it's the it's the pattern. And a lot of it is also Ari Aster, because here you have a weird story about someone who appears in people's dreams, but what it's really about is fame. Yeah. So it's a, it's a high concept movie where the story is about something much very relatable, very down to earth. Yeah. Sort of like the uh, 2019 uh, horror movie Midsommar, where you have this this huge, like, weird, um, trippy cult uh, horror movie. Yes. But it's really just a movie about breaking up from a bad, uh, from a toxic relationship. Yeah. That's what the movie really is. Moving on from a bad situation. That's what it is. Or, or you know, I saw a trailer came out a few days ago, 
for a movie called... What was it called? Hold on. It's another A24 movie starring Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Where is she? There she is. Something about her daughter being like a paraplegic or something. Oh, Tuesday. yeah, I saw that trailer. Yeah, Tuesday. Where it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's about a mother who is kind of in Arrested Development because she's been taking care of her at this point, I'm guessing, like, late teens, whatever. Like, grown-up daughter who needs constant help because, you know, of her... Her, her, she's, yeah, she's unable Illness to of some sort. move or whatever. She can't even breathe on her own. She's, yeah, she needs constant attention, which has meant that her mother has had to sacrifice her entire life. And yeah, kind of gotten stuck. And then yeah. the daughter um, discovers this magical parrot that, yeah. that can, you know, that shrinks when she's scared, but grows when she's, you know, uh, assertive and, uh, you know... Uh, uh, needs to like make a point, yeah. and the parrot tells the mother to let go of your daughter. You have yeah. to understand she, you know, uh, she is going to die some someday, probably pretty soon. You have to be able to move on. You know, it's just you know something we've seen hundreds of times. Very very grounded concept <laughs> or grounded story in a in a fantastical concept with magical parrots that talk to you. Because we can't just have a movie about a, a mother uh, who can't let go. Uh, you know, she can't accept the fact that her daughter is going to die. It has to be a magical parrot who tells her that. Yeah. Because I guess people don't want to watch a movie about a mother who can't let go of her daughter. But that, that that's what you're watching. So just adding a parrot that makes it, oh, beautiful. It's a... Uh, Whatever the fucking uh, quotes were in the trailer, it was I was just like, I'm sure the movie's fine, but it looked kind of silly though. <sighs> I don't know. Come on, give me, give me. Hey, there we go. A mother daughter fairy tale that hits hits right in the heart and soul. It's like, yeah, so, sure. It's like Kramer but the versus Kramer, help. which is a you know heartbreaking divorce drama about you know the 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 toll it takes on on a child when their parents break up. But there doesn't. There's no magical parrot there. It's just reality, <laughs> and that works fine. They want. They were nominated for Oscars and stuff. You know, people loves that it's, movie. Love it's that not movie. even like they tried to mask it in the trailer. It's like yeah, it's super just obvious. There. And I'm like, is that the? I new mean, even thing even now? like the plot, the plot line on on IMDb is like literally telling us that this is all it is. Yeah. But you don't. You can tell like real stories, heavy stories, yes. serious stories, without that stuff. Or or or. And this is this is uh, this is uh, uh, Boomer Toba talking. Like, is this because like <laughs> today's audience can't handle serious situations, so you need to like sugarcoat it with fantasy stuff? Because you know they're all therapy babies. I mean, you could still make it make better fantasy stuff than. To be honest. Yeah, and I'm just saying we're judging this movie for having seen it. So, but I'm just no, but I'm, just I'm, the I'm putting of, the same blame on. Why is there a on fucking dry- parrot there? <laughs> I'm putting the same blame on Dream Scenario. To be yeah, the, the the dream stuff doesn't go anywhere. No, and it's the one part that you wanted to go somewhere. Yeah, another movie. I I, um, another movie by Ari Aster that does the same thing. You didn't. You didn't watch Bo is Afraid, right? You started watching it. No. No, okay. I saw the poster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
that is a movie, an A24 movie, uh, a very high right. concept because it's this ab- there it's this absurdist uh like like uh, hilarious nightmare about a man uh tr- traveling to his mother's funeral. That's oh. that's that that's the cons or like that that's that's the story. But he, you know, he goes to these fantasy worlds and you know there's people chasing him and he's stuck in loops and you know Oh. The thing is though that the high concept thing there, the strangeness going on is all over the movie and it helps to tell the story. Now does it go overboard sometimes? Yes, but that's what makes it absurdist. They go all the way with it. Um, they don't just say like, oh, it's, it's it's a little bit weird in the beginning, but then it's just him, you know, in, on, on a road trip. No, no, it's weird throughout, and it gets weirder. <laughs> and I mean, uh, there is like 10% reality, 90% weird metaphor stuff going on. So it's it's truly like, not Dadaist, but it is absurdist. It's an absurdist piece of art. But at least they they went all the way with it, and yeah, the plot, the, the story is just really a man, you know, a, a very uh, once again a, anxiety ridden man. Yeah, anxiety ridden man, a very meek man. Finally, mild mannered but anxiety 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 ridden man yeah. <laughs> who finally like uh, uh, removes the shackles of his overprotective mother. That's it. Uh-huh. It's an emancipation story told through an absurdist lens. But that absurdist lens is all over the movie all the time. It's not just, oh, it's a little weird here and there. No, no, no. It's weird all the time. Yeah, either you go weird full out. Yeah. You go full retard or you don't do it at all. Exactly. <laughs> well, you never go full retard. Uh, no, I don't know what you mean. I know what you mean. You gotta, full you, weird. You gotta, you gotta go for Don't half-ass it. You gotta go for it. Yeah, either you make the exactly. super grounded, realistic story or you go all out with the weirdness. Yeah. This... Wishy-washy, middle-of-the-road bullshit, nah. It did remind me at times... Dream scenario, I mean. Yeah. It reminded me at times of um, a movie we never really talked about, but I did watch, uh, Men. At- well, I watched it, too. Remember Men? I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but we didn't talk about it, no. I think. Um, it had it had moments when it's like, oh, so it's, it's, this, it's this creepy um, thing where... Yeah, it's the Mandela effect in this case. Instead of just one person seeing the same pe- people, same person everywhere, yeah. um, it, it, it's 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 a comment on on you know social so, society and and um, just you know freaky things in general and how people react to things. Yeah, but no, they don't they don't go anywhere. Wait, are you saying the men didn't go anywhere? No, with no, no. dream scenario. Okay. Men did it fine. Yes, I'm so glad. But you... that's that's on a that's on a. Um, it's still weird. I know, and it <laughs> doesn't so work 100. percent Definitely not. No, no. But because th- in that case you have it's just one person's experience. Mm. Here they're trying to flip it, so it's all people having the same experience about one person. Yeah. And it doesn't really track. There, it, they don't go far enough with it. There, in men, let's have a little mini discussion about men. There, it's really the 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 surface level plot that doesn't really come together. Like, why are they chasing her? Yeah, all these men. I'm assuming it's all in her head. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um. Uh. But the 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 um, the story really works because yeah. uh. If you haven't, if you haven't watched Men, it's about a woman 
who is trying to recuperate after her husband committed suicide, and she like saw it. She he jumped well, from there uh, because of her. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, because of her. He was he was yeah. emotionally uh, holding her hostage. The classic. If you leave me, I'll kill myself. And she was like, Yes, whatever. But then he actually did it. Which yeah. yeah, not a cool thing to do. I'm not not like victim blaming, but you know, I would be surprised if she didn't feel guilt. No, obviously you'll feel guilt because it is your fault. Yeah. So it her um, it's her dealing with uh, that guilt, but then yes. also uh, that's that's also where it has really come together. Because I wish we saw more of their their relationship, how, how, if it was actually toxic, because we only see that one argument. Yes, yeah. he does hit her, but that's just that one yeah, moment. It, it's not, yeah, it's not a constant it, toxic like, situation. We see only the end of it, really, exactly. as well. Yeah. We don't, we don't get to see the start of that specific fight, yeah. even. But we do, throughout the movie, get the feeling that maybe she didn't feel, like, comfortable in that relationship for a longer sure. time, because then she starts seeing, like, hostility in all men around her. Um, almost like yeah. they're like they're encroaching on her, um, but at the same time, is that also just um, her, uh, because you know she, when she speaks to the priest and he says like, "Well, you shouldn't have killed your boyfriend or you killed your husband." She's like, "What?" Yeah, because you know, say what you will, she did it. I'm sorry, she did. It, it is partially her fault, obviously. Yeah, th- that's the that's the moral complexivity of that story like yeah she is 100 percent the victim here but she, but she did is also the, blame. the death of her husband i'm sorry and i think that's what people couldn't really connect with that one they're like oh no it's uh trying to uh uh like excuse that kind of talk no it's not trying to excuse his behavior it is just showing the real world consequences of a relationship like that yeah, that it, and even it, if it, she was totally in the right, um, she is still going to have you know anxiety about it. She's going to feel guilt about it. it and it's not just about that specific happening, obviously, no. because of what she mentions before. It's it's she, the, the hostility she sees in all men is because of how her husband treated her up until the very end. Yeah, like you mentioned, he we get to see very briefly though that it does hit her. Maybe it didn't happen often, but maybe it did happen enough to be, you know. Harmful to her mental state. Yeah. Making her afraid that, you know, all men who I allow come close to me will eventually hit me. So I am afraid of men. Yeah. And then on top of that, feeling guilty because she made a man kill himself. Unintentionally, but because she, and, and like you would realize, is because she handled the situation poorly. Yeah. And then she goes, oh, is it my fault that he hit him? Um. Am I am I annoying? Am I still stupid or whatever? Yeah, like all these, there's so many, there's so many emotions. Yeah, and all and these they all different male stereotypes exacerbate those feelings, which yes. I thought was so fascinating. And then tying it into, it's been so long since I saw it now, but there's this, there's this connection to nature involved, which I'm I don't ex- remember exactly, but the, the guy, uh, the which is based on like yeah. an English. Like folklore thing, the guy with there's growing branches on him and stuff, and she sees that green man. The face is in the church and stuff. Yes, I don't remember exactly what it was. I need to watch. There's a I video. I never really about understood it. that part. No, me neither. Being honest, but there is an idea there. Um, and then of course the I- end metaphor, which kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, I mean, 
but it's the whole thing about how violence breeds violence, and that's why you have yeah. generational violence, especially within men, because it's usually, you know, dad, dads beat their sons. Or at least yeah. used to. Hopefully not so much nowadays. Um, and that's why, you know, these, these broken men kept getting born out of themselves in the end, and they were just more right. and more broken right. the more they were born. Um, yeah. Yeah. Once again, didn't didn't fully work, but it was a very, very interesting movie and with wonderful, strange visuals and the, the high concept stuff was throughout the movie. Yeah. It, uh, it also, another better. A24 movie. <laughs> yeah. And, it, it wor- and ultimately, it worked better than what Dream Scenario tried to do. Yeah. It touches on a more... Uh, on a deeper subject, I guess, because the whole internet fame is... Or 15 minutes of fame, I guess, is better isn't as interesting because anyone can get their 15 minutes of fame now. Yeah. I mean, hell, we're trying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we hopefully won't go to our, to our heads that way, but... No. Um, it's, it's such a... It's such a... average thing now. Yeah. I know. But, I mean... Anyone with a cell phone can have their 15 minutes of fame. But I guess, you know, that's what the kids... You know, all the kids are about social media, so making a move about social media... Uh, uh. Sure, but but putting then a middle-aged man in the center of it won't affect the kids. They won't understand it. Yeah. They're not going to see themselves in him. <sighs> yeah, and it's got... Rather, I saw like... Uh, I saw middle-aged people being like... Don't, don't understand how the internet how works. The internet works. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was surprised that he was able to scroll through Twitter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And that is kind of reflected in the reviews. I'm looking at... It's got pretty good reviews on uh, Metacritic. It has a 74, I think it was. Yeah. I don't think it's fair. Mm. I'm honestly... Like, yeah, it was it was very interesting to watch. But the more you think of it, it's just like, what the fuck is this movie? And I'm definitely not going to rewatch it. No. I'm not even going to like, yeah, I'll watch it with someone else because I want to see their reaction. No, I don't care. I like the dream scenario scenes. That's it. I didn't like anything that happened in the real world. No. And also, yeah, like I said, it feels like it was going to be more... I felt it could have gone further. It could have been more yeah. disturbing and terrifying. Fantastical. Yeah, and that's also... Because you have Nicolas Cage. We're going to talk a little bit about Nicolas Cage again. One, sure. Like I said, one of the greatest actors, not only of this generation, of all time, <laughs> who has yeah. a very specific way of acting. It's actually called... Uh, what is it called? It's nouveau shamanistic, which he calls it. It's uh, it's more of a shamanistic. Yeah, nouveau shaman. It's a, it's a whole thing he studied in. Uh, uh, I think it's partly partly um, kabuki theater. You know the you know the mask musical thing in in Japan, yeah. uh, coupled with some sort of. Um, idea from like uh, some sort of eastern philosophy i forget there's a whole thing about but it shaman as in like as a shaman magical priest yes yes how and they like perform like part of their like yeah. remedies and part of their way of healing you is a performance sure yeah they do yeah put on a show and he he pretty early in his career like decided like that's the way he's going to do it and that's why a lot of his performances are very um, specific. We talk a lot, a lot about that in Madison the Method. And I think we've talked about it here Obviously. as well. Like there are these m- most of the time when you see a movie. We talked about that when we talked about Renfield. You couldn't see anyone else doing that character. In that, in that case, in yeah. Dracula, no one, no one else could have done that performance in that role. 
If you had any other actor, it would be it would be Dracula because he's Dracula. But it would have been and it might have been fine, different. but it wouldn't have been that Dracula. No, it is his way of of performing is one hundred percent unique when he when he goes all out. Yeah, and we get that a little bit here. Like he obviously he ha- he has this like he puts on a, like a weird voice, <laughs> which is almost like it's almost yeah. too much, but it also yes. fits the character. Even though maybe not doesn't fit Nicolas Cage, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then he kind of freaks out here and there. But if you're gonna do a movie where Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage enters your <laughs> dreams and starts murdering you, come on, you gotta lean make into it. Make it weird. Yeah, make it weird. Show us. We only get little glimpses. Um, I think yeah, because we do we do get a little bit a of little weird. bit, but you could have done maybe more with in it. like his own nightmare, I guess. Yeah. Uh, everyone else is obviously they don't want to show everything. No, but like they don't want to make but, it too scary. But why did you hire Nicolas Cage then? Come on, exactly. you know why you did it. It's not because Again, he, they he's very good at playing a down to earth guy. No, that's not why. Sorry for talking over you. What do you say? Now they should have they should have leaned into that concept. They should have utilized him going batshit crazy in dreams. Yeah, because he deliberately. Yeah, because he can do whatever whatever any other actor would have done for your part. The the down to earth stuff. He he can do that. Yeah. But he can also give you the batshit crazy stuff for the dream yeah. stuff. So why not lean into it? Why half bake something that feels so clearly made for Nicolas Cage? Uh, yeah. Which is why I'm honestly giving this movie a two star only, and that is basically one star for Nicolas Cage, one star for Hey. They at least put the dreams in there; uh, they were still there. I'll I'll go slightly higher than that. Harsh. I still think it was a well made movie, um, like technically and stuff. I'll give it a three. Sure. I mean, it's it's not below average. It's it's a little bit. Op- no, but it's so it's infuriating. I, know, I understand what you mean. Now you know you 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 decide your own score, and I, I can see why. I just don't agree. To that extent. No. Um, but just reading some of the reviews. It doesn't have any uh, any 10 out of 10 reviews, I think. Which is also very telling. Because usually usually movies get at least someone who's like, Oh yeah, this is the greatest movie ever. You mean even like... like uh, oh shit, uh, it has one. Fuck. Okay. People doing their own reviews? No, no. Mean, not uh, the criti- professional? Cri- critic reviews. It does actually have one. Uh San Francisco Chronicle says the film starts off akin to a tongue-in-cheek Twilight Zone episode, then becomes a meditation. Here we go, a meditation commentary on fame before transforming into a scathing satire of several things at once: Gen Z, cancel culture, and even the people who complain about cancel culture. Yeah, but it's too many things. You can focus. I don't even think they did the cancel culture properly. To no, because they 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 almost leaned in too heavily on that and mentioning <clears throat> certain people. Yeah. Um, we can get you on Tucker. Having to like, yeah. Like but why he uh, hasn't done anything? You, maybe we can put you on Rogan. Talk about like being canceled. Like, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. it. Doesn't, First of all, don't. It doesn't work when he actually. And it's not. A, it's not. A, that's not even like a matter of opinion. He literally hasn't done anything. Yeah. I mean... And you have the scene where all the kids are like, why don't you just get out of here? Yeah, get out of here, loser. And they film him and... Yeah, I'm sorry. They were just... They were just 
recently so afraid of him that they had to leave the room. Yeah. But now they're outside. So now they're all afraid. Yeah, of but that's a, that's the thing, you know. Oh, I'm so scared of this person. But then, you know, when they're in a, it's it's very easy to pile they on. We're still in, in a group, group you know. They weren't yeah, in a group, you know, though. They you know, were sitting. The all of those kids were sitting in the same room. That's literally me. But because he entered their space. He was threatening. Yeah, that's it. But then when they got the chance to enter his space, yeah. it's, it's very performative. I don't want to. Dis- yes. I don't want to disparage the whole thing, but that is literally what Me Too was about. You know, you were you yeah. were scared as an individual, but then you realized, oh, Me Too, Me Too, Me Too, more and more, you get stronger as a group to the point where obviously, you obviously, yeah. and it works, and it should work sure. in certain scenarios, not in when it comes to nightmares. No, exactly. I don't care if you if you all see the same person killing you in your dreams unless someone actually turns up dead because of it yeah. then it's not scary yeah. not enough it's uncomfortable and yeah you'd be a little weird maybe going to his classes too much but if if you like talk about it and he agrees to not talk about the dreams just talk about whatever subject biology whatever the fuck yeah, he did exactly. it would have been fine move on Move on. It yeah. was a dream. <laughs> and then also, that's also very telling of they didn't really know where to go with it. In the last 10 minutes or 50 minutes or whatever, it just, oh, the dream seemed to have ended now. Yeah. Okay. They just randomly stopped? But why? No yeah. one knows. No one knows because we didn't know how to wrap it up. That's why. Yeah. I can accept the, that things come out of nowhere. Yes. They show up out of nowhere. Sure. That is perfectly fine. And yes, it is. It is. It is a uh, 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 way of t- talking about people's fa- fame fading very quickly. And you just become forgotten. Yeah. Sure, that's what they're trying to do. But again, it's not actually just fame, though. It's it's something more because you've put pseudoscience into it. Yeah. Because dreams. It's not just a viral TikTok. It's actually an interesting phenomenon. Yeah. That has to do with the human mind more than just technology and people's reaction to technology. Like you you've put something more fantastical into it without fully developing it and working with it and just using it as a metaphor for internet. Yeah, exactly. And it's, which is kind of what we've been saying. We uh, Well, yeah, we're, we're starting to repeat ourselves now. just so but I just want to say because it's because it's, it's so annoying. I know, I know, I know. It's very annoying. Um, I know though this guy who wrote and directed it. Uh, it's uh, it's a Norwegian guy called Christopher Borgli. Um, he um, he seems to have a uh, uh, um, an interest in uh, yeah, like um, virality and and uh, and um. Uh, social media and how that affects people because uh, the last movie he made called, which came out in 2022 uh, was called Sick of Myself. I never watched it but that looked very interesting because um, there's a, a, a girl who is like a um, she's like a social media influencer sort of um, but her boyfriend who is uh, also that or like, he's a model or something he starts like overshadowing her becomes more famous than her um, he he rises to fame as a contemporary artist oh, creating yeah. sculptures from stolen furniture. Yeah. <laughs> and then she decides that yeah, I'm gonna get my my uh, I want to get my fame back. In the trailer, this I don't remember, but in the trailer, she, I think she like has an accident and uses that as a springboard to become famous, like get pity points and become famous again. Looks but like, then yeah. she also like ah now I can use that to like 
take revenge or basically like um like she, she starts scheming and using this as a way to yeah get her fame back in any way possible but also like push everyone else put him down, down yeah. at the same time yeah. i guess that's not interesting but you know what because it's fully rooted in reality she doesn't go on a space trip and figure it out <laughs> in another dimension and then we just go back to earth like no yeah, no, she becomes addicted instead, and she yeah. so I, does weird stuff that you actually would do in real life. So I think yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that one out. Actually, I don't know why I didn't. Um, and then also we have to mention the fact that uh, we mentioned him several times in this episode. Ari Aster uh, produced this movie, Dream Scenario. So I'm sure he had a bit of influence there. Like, oh, I need to make it like an Ari Aster movie. It's this high concept, but it's really just a family drama or a movie about yeah. being cancelled. Like every Ari Aster movie. But this guy, he ain't no Ari Aster. This ain't no Hereditary <laughs> or Midsommar or Bo is Afraid. No, no, no. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, you know what? You know what? One last thing that irked me even more that they mentioned because this, this, is, this is putting it in a bit of a, of a sci-fi situation because of the dreams. But then they mention actual real-life things, as in famous people we know of. They mention TikTok and, and this is like branding and stuff. And like, yeah. Could you just not have like made up stuff instead? N- kind of trying to root it in reality while not, and it, it just irked me even more. I was fine with that. They were like, ah, it just bothered me. It bothered me. By the way, though, all those dreamfluencers, as they call them in the end, once yeah. again, literally two minutes of screen time, like, oh, you're not going to expand on that at all, that now we have advertisement in our heads? Like, that, that in and of itself, it's an entire movie that we are now, not yeah. even our dreams are safe from ads, because we get ads everywhere now, on our phones, in our podcasts, on TV, YouTube, net, everywhere. And now even our dreams are being advertised in. Um, yeah. But, uh, uh, out of those, um, uh, the 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 dream flancers, some people said like, or people started pointing out. I don't know. In, in reviews, someone wrote. And I think that was, was like trigger warning. There's a TW trigger warning. Peter Centennial, and he's some sort of famous person, isn't he? Noah Centennial. Noah Centennial. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he's an actor. Was he one of the dream flancers? Yes. And then I have to ask you, one of the girls... What? What is this? No. One of the girls, was that Amber Midthunder? Yes. It was. It was, right? Yes. Yes. But it's not on her... Oh, there it is! Yeah, she plays Haley. And... Yeah, okay. I was like, ah! She's one of the dream <laughs> That was awesome. Uh, very, very small role, but it was cool to see her in another movie, at least. Because she's only done, like, TV stuff since... Uh... Well, it's only been a year. Well, two. Okay. Yeah, but, but no, it was, that's okay. It was the, her. Yeah, good. They were all they were all like actors. Okay. Uh, like famously, or at least somewhat famous actors. Like I recognized all of them. I okay. think. I could only I could only name one by name, <laughs> which is Noah Centennial. Yeah. I don't know how to say his last name. Um, I did recognize the other ones as well. I did recognize Amber, but I didn't realize it was her. No, I wasn't sure. Like, is that her? I know that face. Yeah. Like, who is that? Because <laughs> last time she had, like, badass war paint on, and here she was just... Yeah. In All of them had, like, jean clothes? Just jean clothes, for some reason? Or, like, everything was in blue, at least. Jean blue colors. 
for some I reason. think it, is, it was to look dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> Baby blue like the sky and clouds or something? Yeah, yeah you know, I don't yeah. Know. It's calming. <laughs> and makes you dream because, you know, you had to relax to be able to enter pe- Again, I want a full movie on just the whole science behind the fucking dreamwalking. Yeah. Not just something you <laughs> you you fart out in the last five minutes. Yeah. Speaking of farts, we haven't even I, we haven't even mentioned that. Let's scene end on properly. that then. Holy crap! Yeah, well, you have of course you know when you get a little bit of fame, you know the girl starts swarming. Um. And here, of course, it's doesn't a girl matter who what had you a wet like. dream. <laughs> yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. It's fame. They're drawn to the fame. And here, of course, is one who had a wet dream about him and wants to reenact it with him. And he's like, ah, but I don't know. But once again, because he's kind of, you know, he likes the attention. He keeps on saying, I'm married. But he goes along with it. Oh, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're about to... That whole... They're about to get it on, I suppose. And he just prematurely comes. Oh, and she's like... Did you just come? And then he farts. And I'm like, that was hilarious. But I, I, I laughed out loud, like, for a long time. Because farts I, are funny. I, I, <laughs> but it was no, like, that's the thing. I don't think that. But I gasped because I was like, wait, okay. So they did the one the one fart at first. It's like, no, but it's natural. It, 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 yeah, sure. When you're nervous. There were two farts? Yeah, before they even, like, when he sat down on the couch. Oh. There's a little one, and he starts explaining it's like it's oh it, it has to do with like it's it's, it's healthy actually. Oh. She's like it's fine, it's fine because it was a small one. I thought that was that he was already erect. It was a fart. No. Oh, okay. Yes. First, I thought it was the couch, but the when then the way he reacted, I was like, no, no, he farted. Then this okay, uh, that's a little bit weird. Then this review made sense because someone wrote <laughs> Nicholas Cage farts and comes and farts. I was like, what? There was only yeah. one fart, but no, okay, there was two. No, okay, okay, two. okay, okay. But I was like, I don't. I, what? <laughs> Once again, they just threw in a little bit of comedy there. Sure, but they threw it into the weirdest part of the entire movie, which touched on the weirdest subject in the entire movie, which had nothing to do with anything else in the entire movie. The whole his wife and him, um, both being kind of. Uh, scared that the other one is cheating for some reason? Yeah. Another part they didn't really... Like we said, they didn't really explore the characters that much. No. And they even mentioned, like, how could I be cheating? Because I'm so average. Uh. Like, I wouldn't even be able to handle... Exactly. You are not the kind of person I'd think would cheat because you would be like, no, I'm glad at least one woman loves me. <laughs> yeah. One person loves me. Because she, I'm not to be rude, but... Because of how they dressed her and, and her makeup, she looked so average as well. Well, yeah. Like it, it's it's, but it, yeah, she apparently got it on with the coworker when he. Well, they hinted at it. So he was sitting next to her in the audience. I know. Yeah, yeah. When they yeah. were watching yeah. the daughter's show, so yeah, yeah. He went to the daughter's her daughter's show. He was trying to get brown that, boys. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Anyway. And that whole thing, too, getting the whole snapping the finger off, it's just... Yeah, and then saying, like, oh, what was his name? James, uh... Paul Matthews. Paul Matthews attacked me! Oh. No, he didn't. And you know you it, Karen. You slammed your finger in the door. I mean, you put your hand by the, like, where the hinges are? You shouldn't put your hand yeah. there. You know that. You're an adult. You're a teacher. You should teach the children not to do that. I know, so annoying. Anyway, yeah, I see no, the I'm point just, of it no, though. That you know, 
him yes. trying to make it better or just trying to live his life makes it even worse. I get it. Sure. Sure. I think this movie set too high expectations and sure, initial like shock factor sure. worked, but the more you looked at it, the more you think about it, it's just annoying. Yeah, and it didn't it didn't really pay off. And there no. was a fucking nothing ending. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was uh, I was I was looking forward to this one. Um, still think Nicholas Cage did a great job. Not gonna not gonna hold it against him. Um, would I recommend this? Nah. nah, it's fine. Whatever. And I'm not gonna watch it again. But I'm I'm glad I did watch no. it because I got to see Nicholas sure. Cage. So yeah, that's my review for the movie. I, I I'm giving it a three <laughs> out of five. It's a it's a light seven out of ten for me. No, six out of six out of ten. Sorry, three out of five. Yeah, six out of ten. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Nah, slightly above um, average. I'm sticking to two. I am gonna uh, uh, rally for the fact that we're gonna watch Sick of Myself for our patron, though. That we can do. See if he uh, deals with the similar similar um, similar themes in a better way in that movie. Yeah. Oh, and by the way... So, if you want to see that, check out the Patreon. Yeah, if you want to see what you think of Sick of Myself, check out patreon.com. Also, um, we have... No, next week is Dune, right? Or wait, no. Wait. No, that's in two weeks. Another weekend before that? Another week before that. I think we should do another smaller indie movie, because I found that you can watch Monster online. Doo-doo. Yeah. The, uh, Monster we just stuck discussed that we wanted to talk about? Yeah, you mentioned it to me. The Chinese yeah, movie? Yeah, it turns out, yeah, it's starring uh, Sakura Ando. Yeah. Another uh, Spoiler Awards nominee. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, maybe we should, maybe we should maybe do we that. Maybe we should do that, because I want to see it, so. Sure, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's it for today. Yeah. Thank you so much <laughs> for uh, listening, thank you so much for watching us. Um, be sure to, like I said, subscribe, hit the like button, leave your thoughts on the movie. If you've seen Dream Scenario, what do you think? Are we completely wrong? Um, check out the socials. There's a link tree below. Check out patreon.com. So don't make a scene. And check us out next week then when we talk about Monster. The new, um, well, 2023 technically, a Japanese uh, drama. Right, it was Japanese, not Chinese. Sorry. Japanese. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye.